All right. Welcome into, I guess we'll call this Capstone the Podcast. Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Ryan Feuerstein, Matan Dragon here. And we got a few minutes to discuss a very big question right now. Should fans be allowed at games right now in the middle of the pandemic? Matan, what do you think? It's a multi-part question really for me. So I think honestly, it really depends. I mean, especially in the U.S. on a state-to-state basis, just because many different states are handling the pandemic very differently. Some are handling really well. Some are very, very poorly. And I mean, I'm a huge soccer fan. So looking at out in Europe, a lot of countries and a lot of leagues are planning on letting back fans at a minimum capacity in October, like specifically in the Premier League out in England, they're going to start letting fans in. At like Is that when the next season starts? Uh, so it starts actually, it starts in September. So they're okay. going to hold up on having fans for a while. But the plan is to gradually let fans come start coming back just because they, like I said, they handle the pandemic better. But kind of go back to the US, like, for example, Florida, which is just like the epicenter of the pandemic right now in the U.S. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea to have fans there. But as opposed to New York, where I'm from, we seem to be handling it fairly well. So I don't see why you couldn't. That's my take on it. All right. So I'm from New York, but a different part. I'm from the city. So I've seen the worst of it and I've seen now the best of it. Um, Earlier in the summer, I took a two week road trip. We went. We flew to Chicago and drove throughout the Midwest through the Dakotas, Utah, Colorado, all the way back. And we drove all the way back to New York. And I went to a bunch of independent league baseball games. And all of them were allowing fans, including even in Chicago, there was an independent league team called the Dogs, uh, just outside of Chicago. And I've seen how six different teams had their situation set up. And I also went to a game in Connecticut a couple of weeks ago. And I I don't see why in these smaller stadiums that have 3000 person capacity, why, how they're able to make it work. And by all means, everything worked fine. You had people spread out, people wearing masks, except in one place in South Dakota. And, temperature checks if needed hand sanitizing you have to wear you really had to wear a mask everywhere but your seat in most of these places and it worked there so i don't see why it can't work here in the states uh albeit at a limited capacity that that's what the situation was you had maybe 20 percent of the capacity at most and as long as people aren't reckless or irresponsible they could make it work even in the major professional sports if you have to close off the lower level and have people sitting in the upper levels of the stadium spread out that way so be it but there are people that feel safe and if they understand the risks and they still want to go and it's safe to go then by all means especially for outdoor sports yeah see so you you mentioned basically you kind of mentioned how like public attitude kind of like shapes it and how people are like, well, if they're like willing to take precautions, I think that's just kind of the big problem here in the States. A lot of like you mentioned how you like traveled a lot in the two weeks and I've lived like across the Eastern, the East coast of the country. So I think I have a pretty good pulse on how people feel about the pandemic in the South versus the North. 
And very true. Yeah. So <laughs> I have friends in Florida. I have a lot of family in Florida who are like, people just don't care. They're going around without masks, not sanitizing, not socially distancing. The attitude is completely different. So yeah. I like kind of just going back to my original point. It really kind of depends on where they are. Like if people are willing to embrace the health and safety protocols, then sure. But I, I don't trust I don't trust most people to willingly enter stadiums with masks and hand sanitizing. But how about if that was the only way they're allowed into the stadium? Then people just aren't going to go. I just don't think people are willing to surrender that. I I think people want to go without restrictions. And I mean, sure, there will be, I'm certain there will be people who are willingly going to say, you know what, mask, hand sanitizing, socially distancing, it's not ideal, but it's worth it just to see my team in person. Exactly. But for the amount of people that there will be who are willingly going to do that, there's going to be an equal amount of people who are going to say, oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't do that. Like, why do I have to put on a mask socially distancing? I'm not scared of the pandemic. I, it's what like a such a small and insignificant infection rate. It's not going to touch me. It's not going to harm me. So there, there's still going to be some ignorance and reluctance to following the guidelines. So I, I just don't think it's a good idea at this moment until it gradually All gets right. Now, what if, what if it were allowed in certain places, but not everywhere? Like, say, New York finally says, okay, we've held this virus down long enough. We're going to let 6,000 people spread across City Field or Yankee Stadium for the last couple of baseball games of the season. Um, Where in New York, you see most people are complying. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, I mean, I... I went back, I was talking about Florida and now we're talking about New York. I mean, New York has obviously done a better job at handling it. So I don't see why they could, you couldn't do it in New York, but ultimately I think it, it, it's going to come down to the individual teams and how they feel. It's not going to really be much of a um, state by state guideline politicians saying you can or can't do it. I think the leagues, leagues will obviously be pushing for it. The owners will obviously put, be pushing for it just to make up some of the lost revenue. Yeah. But I, just me personally, not, speaking as hmm. a sportsman which says as, as a human like i wouldn't go to a game right now at this moment gotcha so let, let's talk about quickly uh major league soccer they yeah. restarted uh last week or two weeks ago now and some markets that are allowing fans those teams are having fans i know sporting kansas city is in there uh, fc dallas nashville and i believe there's one other um, do you think that it can create some sort of a, an unfeel, an unfair advantage? Maybe looking at that way, you probably can, but I think most professional players, when it comes to stuff like, oh, an unfair competitive advantage, I think most professionals put that aside. You know, they're professionals for a reason. They're the best and they're the best that American soccer has to offer. So I don't think that the players are all too worried about it. I, I I mean, if I let's if hypothetically saying if I were a player and I walk into a stadium and there's no traveling fans supporting me, but the stadium is packed as it can be given the uh, current situation with the pandemic, where it's just all home fans, I'm not going to let that affect my play. Like you're professional, you got to deal with what you're given. Yeah, I I will say that because I haven't really gotten into. Uh, I guess going forward, but I I would feel comfortable today going to a Phillies game. I would feel comfortable today 
if college football season were to have started next weekend, I probably would have gone down to Miami for the Temple game. I was planning on it. I, I would still feel comfortable doing that, provided that uh, restrictions are enforced, that people have to wear the masks. And I, I do feel that if I were given the opportunity today to go to a professional game, I would do it. And uh, it's funny because over uh, spring break last semester, my dad and I, we, so I live out in Western New York and the closest yeah. professional basketball team to me is the Cavs other than okay. the Raptors, but that's literally going to another country. <laughs> and we're, yeah, so we're, my family's all huge Boston fans and we got the, uh, the schedule kind of just worked out in our favor that the uh, Celtics are going to play the Cavs. So we, my dad and I went to the game and it was kind of like, it's weird looking back on it now because it was like two weeks before the whole league got shut down. Maybe less than maybe like a couple of days before the league got completely shut down. And I mean, obviously we didn't know, like I'm sure the risk wasn't as great back then, but there was still like maybe some anxiety, I want to say about going to an event, maybe at that time. That first week of March, I was in Phoenix. I was out at spring training at the Cactus League and I went to, uh, I want to say eight games over six days. I went to uh, an Arizona State baseball game. And I also went to an Arizona State basketball game where um, Bill Walton was on the call. And <laughs> I mean, there there was a bunch of people after the game waiting to talk to him. And I mean, he, he was a little bit concerned about the virus and talking about how he doesn't want to shake anyone's hand. But everything went on as normal. And then... The next week after that, I was at that Sixer game, the day that Rudy Gobert tested positive. And I thought, okay, what's going to happen now? The league's shutting down. How long is this going to last? What's going on? And then all the college campuses closed. We were all sent home. And I I remember packing that next weekend to go home to New York. And I, I said to myself, I'm packing, but I don't know how long I'm packing for. I, I packed all of my baseball jerseys, a whole bunch of jerseys, figuring that I'd be at a game in, I would say, at worst, May, maybe June. And here we are, almost in September, and we don't know what's going on. But Yeah. No, I, I felt that, too, because I remember leaving like on a Monday just to go back home. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll be back. We'll be back in April. Yeah. Because my, I was thinking, oh, I'd be back in Philly for my birthday. I mean, obviously that didn't happen. So <laughs> me too. Yeah. Um, I, I think even once all this is over, I think there's still going to be so much anxiety about getting infected with coronavirus. I think I even, after, even after like the pandemic has settled down, that there's still going to be so many long lasting effects, both just, <laughs> terms of public health and just psychological effects people are going to be agreed so just about going outside without the mass it's just it's going to take a while i yeah. don't think yeah I, th- I think i don't want to be over dramatic but i think not just like the sporting world that we used to know but just like societies we used to know is just going to be a lot more conscious about health and mm. it's going to be completely different people probably said the same 100 years ago but yeah who knows what's going to happen yeah. Um, anyways, that's about all the time we have for today. And yeah, this is Capstone, the podcast, episode one. <laughs> all right. All right.